Hi guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. T- today we are at Comics Salopia for the first time in uh, many years since uh, COVID's got in the way and what have you. Um, and the, we're stood in the museum right now. We're surrounded by many artists, writers, and people of the comic book world. And right next to me now um, is John Wagner. You may remember he we did a, a great interview with him a couple years ago. Gosh, it, was, it seems like a long time ago. We were around his house and we had a great chat. So um, here he is, John. How, are, how have you been? You been all right? Oh, good. Yeah, good. I'm glad the pandemic is kind of over. You know? We got there with, that, with our interview. Got there just before it happened, right? Did we? So that's three years ago, just yeah. about. Yeah. How how was the pandemic for you? Did you just make stuff? Well, we... It didn't alter my life that much, but you know, I find most well, who doesn't find wearing a mask unpleasant and. Uh, um, I had to fly the Atlantic a couple of times and uh, wearing a mask on the plane and in the airport, there was pain in the neck, but there you go. But uh, being a freelance and working at home most of the time, it didn't alter my life that much. Have you been working on any new projects lately? Uh, I'm doing um, a story that I started with Carlos Esquera for uh, Rebellion uh, called uh, Spectre. And Carlos drew two episodes and then he died. So uh, I have uh, got a new artist and I'm finishing the story off. The artist, in fact, is Dan Cornwell, who draws Rock of the Reds. Which, how, 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 was, um, how is that picking up a project that meant so much to a close friend of yours? Is it, is it, is it doing it justice? Or do you feel like you tread on someone's... How does that feel for you emotionally? Well, I, I didn't want it to lie fallow. You know, because Carlos can never earn any money from it if it never comes out. So I thought, well, let's get it finished, uh, give it a chance to sell, make some money for Carlos, and to keep his legacy going. Yeah. And last time we spoke to you, it was all about Rock of the Reds, uh, Rock the God. Um, that was your project at the time. Um, how was that make putting that together for you? Well, the pandemic really hurt that because uh, we just brought out Rock of Rock the God the second book in the series and uh, most of my sales uh, being a poor distributor come through attending comic cons well this year is the first time for three years that I've been attending comic cons so sales were kind of difficult um, it's, it's been really difficult on a lot of creators on many different levels but do you feel like it's all coming back now or do you think it's going to take a while to come back as far as comic books are concerned no it is coming back but let's hope let's hope we don't get a new variant and get shut down again but uh, yeah there's a lot of cons going on and uh, next year I suppose they'll be in full bloom I'm hoping Amazing. Is there anybody that's coming through the woodworks at the moment? Any writers or artists or any IPs that's coming through that's catching your eye at the moment? Uh, ooh, it's uh, not really. I, I don't uh, get a chance to read many comics. Uh, too busy working. You'd be too busy being a genius yourself. By the, by the time I've finished the day's work, I don't want to have anything more to do with them. You know, it's like uh, it's like. Um, a painter decorator never decorates his own house. Yeah, like a, I used to. Yeah, there's no chef who would never cook when he comes home. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. So you've had enough by that time. Uh, but it's it's great to get out and uh, meet all the creators again. People that I haven't seen for years and one or two new ones. There's some uh, very good ones here. I'm going to set myself the task today of going around and speaking to so many people. 
of um, piecing together some advice for uh, up and coming writers and artists. Um, can you give one bit of advice for someone who's trying to make it in the game? Yeah, uh, I'll give you two. Uh, first one is if you're a writer, write and keep writing. Uh, don't stop. Uh, don't spend a whole year on one single project writing and re get it done, move on. The more you write, the better you get. That's especially true with artists. The more you draw, the better you get. And the second one is something I learned uh, in my training with DC Thompson's in Dundee, the publishers of the Beano, is that anything you do can always be better. So when you've done something, examine it. See how you can make the characters better, uh, make the plot more racy, you know, improve it. Look at every aspect of what you've done and say, how can that be better? Don't just accept your first idea. There's so many stories about uh, songs or pieces of art that were just thrown in the trash and then pulled back out at one point and then actually, maybe you can do something with it. Yeah, well, I, I normally follow the, the, my first idea is probably not my best but when we were doing the Alan Grant and I doing the the Batman Judge Dredd team up the first one we came up with an idea and, and we, we took us three months looking for better ideas and we eventually ended up with the first idea that we came up with so we wasted three months looking for a better and, and the one we came up with first was the best but that doesn't often happen that's very nice it's very nice well, John, I love chatting to you. Always love chatting to you. Um, I'd love to. We'd love to. We'd love to get together and get a feature together at some point. Spend an hour chatting. Now that this uh, this pandemic is gone, yeah. maybe we can meet up in town and have a good chat. That'd be nice. Um, thank you for chatting to me. Got to say, this is a really great venue, the museum. It's a lovely building. They've done such a nice conversion. Um, I was here for Cherie Gerard's drawn art fair, and it was. I was here all day. And it is, it's a pleasant environment, isn't it? I think it's the most pleasant one I've ever done. Oh, that's really nice. That's really yeah. nice. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me, John. You're welcome. Thank you. So, I'm Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast, like we just said. Um, and you're Kev F. Sutherland? I am. That's me. Yeah. Uh, where do you hail from, then? I hail originally from Aberdeen, although you can't tell that from the accent. I live now in Chepstow in South Wales. Amazing. Um, have you been to many Comic-Cons this year already? Yeah, well, not so much maybe to, in 2022, but in the last year, I've been to the, the Lakes Comic Festival up in Kendall. I've been to Thorpe Bobble, the big festival in Harrogate, and cropped up at a whole load of things, including uh, the one in Coventry, which was organised by our mutual friend Shane Chebsey, who takes credit for the Shrewsbury event. It's a, he's, a, he's a great guy at planning these events, and obviously we're at a time where we could, these events couldn't exist for a little bit. Now, is it nice getting back out onto it? Yeah, totally. It was uh, obviously the summer of 2021 when things came back to normal. And so I had a whole load of books ready to go at the beginning of 2020. Well, I had my first book ready to go. So I, my big plans were to make my big splash, my big debut with my first graphic novel. Um, then, of course, lockdown happened. So that gave me time to do two more graphic novels. So my Shakespearean graphic novels meant that I had rather a good lockdown. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. And, and what's, what's been your, your, your quickest thing to fly off the shelf that you've ever made? Sorry, I didn't hear the question. The, the, the quickest thing that you've ever made to fly off the shelf? Uh, well, the thing with the graphic novels is that each one has become more successful than the other because I've been launching them with Kickstarters, which I recommend to you at home, kids. If you want to publish your own book, you get online and you start building up 
um, uh, an audience of people who will support you to the tune of you know buying a book in advance or sometimes uh, wanting to sponsor it a little bit more and by the time I got up to the third book I was uh, giving people the chance to be a uh, guests in crowd scenes in the background of the comic themselves so they appear in the comic themselves and they sometimes get mentioned in the comic and so on and so um, by the time I did the third book I was selling you know twice as many copies of the first book before I'd even started so that's how I build sort of get books to fly you're building a community via a, 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 um, you know a, a series of books yeah I mean it's a really good thing the self-publishing scene that exists nowadays because when I started in comics and I've worked for Marvel I've worked for the Beano I've worked for probably every, every publishing company in the country most of which don't exist anymore because comics like the big ones you'd get in the newsagents it's not like it was you know, when I was trying to get into comics I was trying to get into Oink comic if anybody remembers Oink it was like the Beano but for slightly older readers and it was published by the same eight people who made 2000 AD and at the same time they were making Eagle comic and they were making Battle Action and, and there were comics based on all these TV shows I worked for Red Dwarf comic and the one based on Zig and Zag off of the big I remember Zig and Zag I was in Zig and Zag Zogazine Exactly. And there were so many comics, loads and loads of comics on your shelf. And that's what the whole business was. Well, it's not like that now. Now there's 2000 AD comic, The Beano, and whatever new comics managed to come along. But hardly any of them ever get into WH Smith. But self-publishing, when you come to an event like this, you see people who are taking the initiative, they're launching Kickstarters, they're building online communities, they're using Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and Facebook and finding their own public and then they can deliver work of quality and it can be the sort of stuff they really want to do rather than just having a go at doing somebody else's characters which is what for the last 50 years most people wanting to get into comics had to do they had to draw Judge Dredd or try and get to draw Batman or in my case do Dennis the Menace and Roger the Dodger it's a, it's a different breed of animal, isn't it? Making something that others want you to make, that you want to get paid for, or making your own creations and, yeah. and being inspired and creating passion of your own. Yeah, and I would urge anybody who's got the slightest interest in it to um, obviously get good, come to events like this, meet the artists, ask them how they got, got good. There have been a whole load of brilliant classes here, by the way. Uh, Laura Howell, Sonia Long. I think Nigel Parkinson did classes. I did my famous comic art masterclass. And, oh, hang on, there's the tannoy telling yeah. somebody to go to a new class. Uh, go to those and you can learn how to do this. You can learn that it's really easy to do. And then drop of hat you can do it yourself kids at home you could be your own comic publisher and it doesn't even cost you anything thank you so much for that that was really really nice um, where can people find you on social media you'll find me uh, at, at kevf comic artist that's on twitter and instagram and my website is kevfcomicartist.com thank you so much for chatting to me today that was really really nice thank you thank you so walking across comic salopia and i found one of my favorite people and uh, it's Mr. Mike Perkins. How are you? Good, thank you. Have you had a good weekend? Yeah, yeah. It's it, yesterday was fairly busy, um, and uh, I guess later on today we'll be at the castle. And it's good. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I couldn't be here yesterday because of the food festival. Unfortunately, I've got to be. Did, too... did you eat a lot? I did actually. I got given loads of free food and free BB, free free freebies and stuff. It was really good. But <laughs> it's nice to be doing something different today because you know how much I love this stuff. Yeah. I'm a bit, bit of a nerd at heart. Um, 
And was it like uh, try, you know, was people coming, be coming to you today and yesterday and being inspired by your stuff? Have you seen yeah, that in people's eyes? Yeah, it's um, sketches. People want me sketches. They want their, their comics signed. You know, they're, they're buying prints, uh, different artwork, get commissions. You know, it's it's nice to open it up to a community base. You know, that's that's the important thing for me. Have you met any um, guests here that are artists that you've never met before that in, uh, have inspired you, or maybe you've yeah, seen a bit? Yeah, a few, a few. And, uh, I've known a few before. I've never met Patrick or Dan before. Um, so, yeah, it's always inspiring to meet other creators. You know, what always because uh, you know you work in the states and maybe knowing of people via email threads yeah. and things like this. Um, is, has there been any situations since you've come back over to the UK where you've worked with someone via email or via a distance right. and you've met them for the first time? Oh yeah, you yeah, you get that all the time. Yesterday, somebody came in. He's not set up, but he's an artist, uh, Simon Jacob, um, and he came in. He did Armored Gideon in 2008, a few years back. And uh, he came in, we, we just met each other on Facebook. And uh, he might be another artist moving to, to Shrewsbury as well. So he's- uh, Really? What is it in the water? What's going on in Shrewsbury? Uh, I don't know what it's it is. you and Charlie, isn't it? Yeah, it, that's what it is. We inspire everyone. And John, of course. We yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this, this has been a long time in the making. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Comic Slope? You have enjoyed it? Oh yeah, totally. Um, I think it could be pushed a bit further, you know, open up a bit more. Um, I think maybe perhaps it, it could be tied into other events, like the Bellevue Festival was a couple of weeks back, you could have tied it into that, you know, so there's different aspects that you can develop. You know. I think um, with me being the, the Bilsger guy, uh, I think with events like this, if I, if I you know, put my all, my all into something like this and become exclusive for an event like this, um, where we could push some of the content. Yeah. The, the, one of the ideas was that me and Shane were talking about getting some of the interviews online and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I'm so busy. <laughs> that, that, that's the problem. Especially something like this where you, you're just trying to organize different things all at once and, you know, it makes sure that fits there and makes sure you get taken over I think um, I think Shane's done a great job to keep the keep things going because yeah. obviously it's been such a long time since the first event so make sure it's still alive this yeah. year and the next time we come back BAM yeah I think so but but the, I mean the setting of it the, the, the use of this hall has, has been great you know I think I think that when they did it three years ago it was spread out all over the town but I think you need a cohesive yeah. area for people to zone to, for yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah. Even if it's here in the castle, at least you got. And you know this horse, like you, you, yeah, you yeah. popped in at drawn, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I'll be back here for drawn in September. Have you yeah. come here? Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. okay. So I'll be set up there. I'm going to try and. Uh, uh, I've mentioned that Sheree was like, I "Hope you come in." I was like, "Yes, I'll come. I'll bring my studio, and we'll set up here, yeah, and yeah. we'll we'll speak to people here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike, it's always a pleasure chatting to you. Yeah. I hope you've had a good weekend, and I yeah, hope yeah. Uh, people have shown you the love that you deserve, man. So uh, <laughs> have a have a great day. Excellent. Cheers. Right, so we've got interviews there with uh, uh, three three good interviews. What we're going to do now is that we're trying to get a copy of my Shrewsbury magazine um, signed by everybody um, so that we can frame it and sell it off for charity. Um, so we're going to walk to the castle now and see if we can complete our um, signatures, our autographs of this book. So I'm Alex from the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Can I get you guys' names? Um, my name is Sasha. 
I'm Poppy. And uh, okay, so uh, is this your first time doing Comic Salopia? Have you done it before? Uh, yes, this is our first time. This is our first convention, actually. Yeah, it is. Really? Yes. Really? How does it feel for you guys to be out? Uh, very and, uh, nervous. Yeah, very nervous. Uh, also very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is your second day today. How did yesterday go for you? Uh, we only came for today, actually. Oh, really? Just for the castle. Um, it's nice, isn't it? Nice yeah, day. lovely. Yeah. Um, so what are you, what are you guys, what do you guys draw right? What, what? Um, I'm a comics artist and illustrator. Um, I'm selling my first um, published comic here today. So. And being surrounded by so much talent, um, that must be really inspiring for you. It is a bit intimidating as well, but yeah, yeah. it is very inspiring to see everyone here. Um, when it comes to like breaking it, breaking into the, 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 the world of comics, artists, illustration, um, what inspires you the most? What, what drives you to, to make it? I think honestly for me, it's just seeing other people do the same thing, seeing other people have the kind of passion to bring their kind of own creations to life. And, you know, being in an environment like this really helps to sort of like solidify in a way. Seeing like, oh, going out and like seeing other people doing the same thing that you are really kind of like is a big source of inspiration, I think, for me. When we did uh, Comic Salopia for the first year, um, we uh, we saw a lot of people with with art folders, and they were following the likes of Charlie and the, the stars that were there. Can you please look at my work? Can you please uh, validate whether I'm good enough? And I thought that was something really good, but really sad about that. I'm kind of like, you can make it by yourself. Is this something that do you need that kind of validation, or do you just got to find it by yourself? Um, I think it's something you sort of find by yourself, really. I know for me, anyway. Do you feel the same, Poppy? Where it's like you know. I think it's probably good for building connections if you do get to speak to bigger artists and kind of get your name out there like maybe they can push you forward a little bit but yeah I think you do have to get a lot of that validation from your own work and your own like yourself pushing yourself forward. Um, so you've got to be comfortable in your own shoes sort of thing is that what you're trying to say? Yeah definitely. Um, and how's this been year been for you guys? Obviously we just come out of a pandemic and a lot of creators were trapped inside uh, whether they were in there meticulously making things or whether they weren't or how was it for both of you guys? Did you come out of there with lots of stuff to make or were you, was it like a coiled spring for you? Um, well we're, we're both university students who've just finished our last year so obviously we were doing a lot of uni work in quarantine um, like we do did illustration at uni so that was really challenging because we were being given briefs weren't we but like online it was really really challenging to not have any kind of class time or even see other classmates see anybody else's work um yeah it felt quite disconnected from like the rest of the art world really because you're just on your own in your own space but yeah it's good that it's starting to get back up again and yourself pretty much the same yeah I think so. I mean, you guys are like a, a generation student of students that will never exist again, I, I think. <laughs> and my kids are saying, my kid, he's here, seven. Uh, he, this will be his, he's in year uh, three right now, and this will be his first complete year in school, which is crazy to think about, you know. And um, for people that are in the higher end of academics, about to break it out into the world, you know, the, it is like, you guys have done the, done the amazing, really, to be here today. So, you know, it's been a really nice chat to you guys. Where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, um, at Sasha Scribbler, and uh, you're also able to support my work on Coffee under the same handle. Amazing, thank you. And yourself? Um, I am Vivid Bunny with an I-E, on Instagram and Twitter. Amazing, thank you so much for chatting to me today. I hope you have a great day. Brilliant.
<laughs> Hello, I'm Alex from the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. Can I get your name? Hi, I'm Beth from Shirt Stratton. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Beth. Um, you're at Comic Salopia today. Is this your first time here at Comic Salopia? I was here last year. Not last year, the, the last, last time. time. The first yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was only a small little table. Now I've grown a little bit bigger now, so... <laughs> I was just talking about that. I was at the I was at the, uh, the first event. We had a little studio in the university there. Yeah. We got to speak to so many people. And uh, there seem to be artists that have come a long way in that time because it was such a long time ago. Oh, yeah. God, before COVID, before the world ending. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's been a long time, but it's nice to be back. Yeah. If you're wondering what they're shouting is, it's Andrew Lord and doing his, uh, his Jedi stuff. <laughs> um, how, how's the reaction been from you? To, were you here yesterday as well? I wasn't here yesterday. Um, I've come just to the table, um, but I've seen a lot of good stuff on Facebook. Kind of wish I went, but yes, of all settings to be, sat on the grounds of a castle as well. It's just a nice place to be. Oh yeah, it's really nice. I mean, looking at the castle and the views and stuff, but. Wish it wasn't so windy. I know, yeah. I got out of the car and I got hit by this massive... <gasps> you know when you takes your breath away? Yeah. <laughs> it's not... Well, do you know what? It's been nice chatting to you and I hope you have a great day because the sun is out, you know, hopefully this wind dies down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find you on social media to get inspired by your art? <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and it's at beefbeth. Just beefbeth That's how it sounds. Amazing. Uh, I was going to go around uh, the, the guys I just met to as well. Uh, I started off with John, uh, John Wagner. So, sorry. Yeah. We're after little bits of advice for people that are just about to step out into the big world and make it as an artist. What one bit of advice would you give to a, a, an artist or an, a writer? Um, I would talk to your fellow artists and like try and get inspired try not to be in your own little bubble and try new things and talk to people and network that's what I would say because yeah that's what I need to do as well amazing I love that you're giving advice that you want to take yourself <laughs> I need to take up my own advice so yeah as, as a content creator as, as the Shoes Biscuit I know exactly where you're yeah. coming from my thing is learning to say no <laughs> not to say yes to everything because you end up weighed down with so much work Oh, definitely. I mean, I've learned that the hard way. You can't do everything. I've, I've got loads of art commissions at the moment that I still haven't got through. Uh, so, yeah, that is definitely something to look to really think about. Yeah. You and me, man. You and me. We've got so much in common. Thank you so much for chatting to me, Beth. We're going to walk back around to these guys. We want to see if they've got advice as well. Um, guys, I forgot to ask, right? I, I was, I'm trying to get little bits of advice for up-and-coming artists and writers um, can I ask for a bit of advice, one bit of advice that, from both of you for anybody that wants to make it into the game? Um, so it's a lot to just weigh on someone. But yeah, have you, do you have anything? <laughs> um, I would say um, keep pursuing things that you really enjoy. Don't necessarily put yourself down and think, oh, I'm not good enough at this yet, so I won't do it. Or I, you know, I'm not sure if people will like this thing that I do, so I won't do it. I'll just try to appeal to something else entirely that I don't enjoy doing. Because when you're an artist and you make this your livelihood and you make this kind of like almost your life's work, sometimes if you're doing it for, if you're doing it in like the service of something you hate, you're going to have a miserable time. <laughs> so pursue what you really want. It's a very sound bit of advice. I really do appreciate that. Have you got anything, Poppy? I would probably say a lot of people put pressure on themselves to find their art style very quickly and I would say just draw what you want and just keep drawing as much as you can and that will come 
like regardless so don't worry too much about being like oh I need to find a way to draw eyes that is completely my own like don't just draw <laughs> just do it yourself and it'll come that's very nice um, yeah find your own pace I like that thank you very much today there you go thank you Cheers. hello all right How's it going, Mr. Very Shane well, Chemsey? How are yeah, you? Very good, yes. Am I being recorded? Yeah. You are, yeah. Okay. You're live on Channel 4. Please do not swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's, uh, how's it going so far? Really well. And now that the sun is out as well, that's an added bonus. Yeah. And the wind's died down a little bit. Earlier on today, some of the guys were setting up over the other side and their stuff was being blown around a bit. But now it seems to have calmed down a little bit. I'm sorry we couldn't be here yesterday with the food festival. We're here today for a yeah. couple of hours. Must We've no got worries. some great interviews so far. Mm. Um, who's had the most buzz at the moment? Who's, who's generating the most well, the Dave biggest? Gibbons, of course. Watchmen yeah. artist, you know. Yeah. Absolute legend. I've got a really tatty copy of what. Look at this. <laughs> this co okay, so I'm going to show um, Shane my copy of Watchmen now, and he's going to cry because he's a comic book collector. <laughs> hey. But look at that. <laughs> that that's well read. Oh. <laughs> it is well read. Well, I mean, the thing is, if a comic is well read and dog eared, it means it's loved it is love uh, i'm all about the raw shack i'm all about the raw shack got, that is that is absolutely lovely yeah i love yeah. that it's loved as well yeah that's um, about. when you when you were younger you know a big fan of comic oh, books thinking back now you know, we're looking at watchmen yeah. now goes back to the 80s 85 85 86 yeah, that. Yeah. um did you ever think that you'd be hosting events for stars like dave gibbons yeah yeah. You did think, oh yeah, one day, yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I always wanted to be involved in comics. I, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't really think I'd be doing conventions. You know, I wanted to be a comic artist, and then I became a comics publisher, and then through that, um, I got interested in doing comics events. So, and speaking of Dave Gibbons, uh, he's. he's here. <laughs> I didn't want to. Didn't want to interrupt, but if you want to talk to me, you better do it well, soon. Well, we're do very soon. impromptu, so uh, how are you, Mr. Dave Gibbons? <laughs> I'm very well. I'm a bit windswept, and I was going to say interesting, but not particularly this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How's Comic Salopia been for you? Have you been enjoying it? Well, because Shane's standing right next to me, I've got to say, <laughs> it's one of the best shows I've ever been to. I've never signed in such an exotic variety of, of, of locales, being able to battle the elements at the same time as I'm trying to battle the fans and the Sharpie markers. The screaming fans. Oh, no, it, it's it's a really nice con. It's a fantastic setting. It's a it's a great town to have a convention, in, and it's nice to see the whole community kind of in. We're in a castle. <laughs> yeah, we've got a castle. Yeah, we've got a market square. We've got a museum and art gallery. No, it's, it's been good. Really enjoyed it. And you enjoyed the evening last night as well, Dave. Well, we did actually because we ended up going like yeah, nice meal, yeah, like grown-up people just sitting in a restaurant, <laughs> just four of us having a chat where everybody could hear what everybody else was saying yeah. and. And because uh, quite often what happens with these um, with these conventions is you find yourself on a Saturday night at nine o'clock trying to find a, a, a restaurant with a, a table for 15 or something like that. Yeah. So it all goes a bit sideways. So, yeah, I had a very civilised l l little dinner and had an early night. So, yeah. Um, I, I've hated to have done it, but I have been bringing up the pandemic, of course. It's, it, it seems so far in the distance, but for creators, it might have left a blot in their mind not being able to go and do what they need to do. What were you doing during the pandemic? Were you busy? Were you enjoying the quietness of it all? I mean, how was it for you? Well, I suppose in some ways, if you do comics, it's what you spent your whole life doing is more or less being in isolation, punctuated by being in the company of hundreds and hundreds of people. And of course, you have 
haven't had the being in company of hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of people. But yeah, I suppose like anybody else, there's a difference between staying at home because you want to stay at home and work, or staying at home because you've got to stay at home. But I mean, we had it quite well. We did actually end up with COVID, but we only had it quite mildly, so that that wasn't too bad. I got a little bit sick of doing doing Zoom calls, you know, that, that they go on and on and on. But at least it was a way to stay in touch. But this is actually the first convention I've been to since the pandemic. And really? it's really nice to get back in the saddle again and sort of be in the company of people. And it's amazing how much as a creator you rely on feedback. I love going to shows, not because people are generally quite nice to me about it, but you get feedback, you've worked on something and people have read it and they appreciate what, what you've done. And you think, yeah, people do care about this. When you sat in the room on your own, you think, does anybody care? Yeah. But you, you come to a show like this where there's a lot of enthusiasm and people want to talk to you about specific things. So it's a really important part of it. And I'm really glad you know, that things are opening up again now and we're getting out there. My friend Phil Morris got a picture with you yesterday, um, and uh, he was. I know how excited he was to meet you. Big Watchmen fan, and he had a picture of you, and he was nearly in tears on Instagram, if that's possible. Virtual tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. virtual tears. And like you know, Watchmen. I mean, this is this, this is a very well-read, battered copy of Watchmen. It's been well enjoyed, isn't it? It's been it? well enjoyed, and this is this is something that I love because it keeps rearing itself up in a very good way. Obviously, Watchmen as a comic book, then as the movie, the TV series just opened all sorts of questions yeah. Yeah. and it must it must uh, reinvigorate your fan base again and again and again when it happens oh it does seem to come round and round again I mean I, I, I sort of ate dinner out on it many times during the late 80s when it first came out and it, and it was the new age of graphic novels and comics and then it went away for a bit and then in the sort of 2009 something like that it, it came back and it was a whole new wave of doing publicity and talking about it and everything and then the TV series came out and of course the wonderful thing is that people who say maybe have only seen it on the TV then go back and investigate the, the movie and the books themselves and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just great. And as somebody who's really always loved the medium, I feel so sort of proud that I've actually done something that is a, a definite landmark in, 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 in the medium. And I mean, I do t talk about it a lot. It's obviously when they come to write my obituary in, in the not too close future, <laughs> the, the, the word watchman is going to be on the first couple of lines, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that it's done so well and I'm always happy to sign copies for people and, and to answer the seemingly endless questions people have got about it. Um, I, my, one of my favourite characters of all time is definitely Rorschach because I see weirdly and I don't want to get weird looks of people but I see a little bit of myself in Rorschach well, or Rorschach yeah no because I, I, inside <laughs> yeah. me there is that carefree I don't give a beep I'm going to do it I'm going to you know and I'm going to fight for the right things um, sometimes you've got to hold that thing back despite but, the rules eh? yeah but you know you, see, you know how you read comic books and you, you feel inspired because you see a little bit of yourself in the heroes Rorschach is one of those characters where he's going to do the right thing but he's probably not going to go the right way about doing it you know? well I, th I think I mean there's not much to like about Rorschach but at least he stands for something yeah, yeah. and he's consistent and he will not back down he, as it says even in the face of Armageddon no compromise you know and, I, and it's misguided but I suppose that is an admirable quality um, in, in itself. I, I really like the fact that Rorschach is the most popular one because when people want sketches and when I'm doing sketches, it's nearly always Rorschach they ask for. And frankly, if you can draw a hat 
and a blot, then you can draw Rorschach. So, <laughs> and and uh, you, it's not like Superman where he has to look really handsome, or God forbid, drawing an attractive woman where you make one wrong move with the sharpie pen and she's not an attractive woman anymore. You know. <laughs> I can imagine you get a few people, can we do Dr. Manhattan sans penis, please? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've very rarely drawn Dr. Manhattan's todger. We don't get a lot of call for that. <laughs> um, what I've been doing today is I've been asking uh, for, for people about to step out into the field of whether it's writing, whether it's illustrating, uh, whether it's publishing, whether it, whatever it is. One bit of advice you would give to someone that's about to step out into the game. Don't do it. <laughs> it's, no, um, I, 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 I don't know. Enjoy it. You, there's no point doing it if you if you don't enjoy it. Be enjoy it for what it is. Even if you don't get published professionally, there's still a joy to actually writing and drawing. There's something there that that is good for the soul. I think. And um, yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Dave, thank you so much for chatting. It's a genuine honour speaking to you oh, today. It's a pleasure. I, I hope I didn't get crash your interview. Not at all. No, it's we actually really good. Uh, if anybody knows me, I can very naturally segue things into, into <laughs> oh, things. Well. All right, well, thanks very much. Nice to meet you. And, uh, and thanks, Shane, for putting together a great convention. So what are you off to do now? Are you having a break or are you going to do a talk? Or uh, Well, I, I did an exhaustive talk yesterday. Well, it exhausted me. I don't know if it exhausted <laughs> anybody else. I did some signing. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, I'm just coming to the end of doing some signing here and then I'm off back home but it's been a really really n nice weekend and I've never been to Shrewsbury before and it's a it's a great town everybody's been very welcoming so yeah it's been I've enjoyed it Good. Yeah, I've enjoyed I'm glad it. I've got you then just before you went home so. you're always welcome back mate. Well, thank you very right, much um, I'm going to sign this off so I can get um uh, Dave to sign my book and get a selfie if that's right okay, then, I'll okay. thank you very much I'll go and sit at my signing station <laughs> So we managed to find Charlie Hadlard. It's almost been like a week since we spoke. How have you been? It's been ages, isn't it? Absolutely ages. You're a busy How are you, Alex? How are you since last week? I'm a bit windswept, and I mean that both uh, <laughs> true and metaphorically. Yeah, it's been very busy in Shrewsbury. Obviously, we met at the Hive, uh, the, the street festival. Thank you. Sir. And the world just keeps turning, and, and we keep working hard and hard and hard. How do you how do you do it, man? How do I do it? You uh, keep going. I, I just keep going, man. <laughs> Does it ever get to a point where it's a bit too much sometimes, where you have to take a break for a, a few weeks away from Comic Cons and away from the fans and the drawing and the, the signing? Uh, or do you like it? Uh, um, no, I, I love it. I mean, I don't do that many. It just happens to be there's been two on either side of you know two weekends in a row. That uh, doesn't normally happen. Unless last week that, at the Hive, that was only a couple of hours and that was that was slightly different and it was good fun it's for the kids this is slightly different because it's for the you know, more obviously comic-y people so uh, yeah it's all variety is the spice of life as they say it's been really nice to walk around actually because um you know we've got the spider-man walk men walking around and um, we went to the museum <laughs> the spider-man and uh, you got john and mike over at, over at the museum doing their thing and you're sat next to dave gibbons lots of fans about um it's, and, and we're in the, the grounds of the castle perfect place for it right yeah, oh, it's great. It's great to be outside, you know, and thankfully the weather's held off as well, so that's brilliant. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I like about what we're doing here is the fact that we can sort of do multi-venues and people can wander around the town and enjoy Shrewsbury as opposed to just going to one venue and not seeing anything and, you know, going back to the car, going home, coming back again the next day, not seeing the town again. You know, it's different here. It's crazy to think that um, what we're doing now is like 
a standalone thing to what a Comic Con is considered now, isn't it? Because you go to Comic Con now, it's wall to wall Funko Pops and Netflix. Mm. Uh, whereas <laughs> it's nice to ha- nice to have the comic book artists here doing their thing, what they're known for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, let's face it, each to their own. There, there's there's a time and a place for the big shows with all the commercial stuff that is, and there's also as much time and a place for something like this where the artists can genuinely meet the the fans and and interact with them you know it's been yeah it's been quiet but but good quiet if you sort of mean yeah we uh, it's nice to spend a lot of time with individuals rather than have a massive queue and you're just sort of getting through it and sort of not really being able to talk to anybody because you can see there's another 20 people in line so yeah it's it's it's, it's nice well, this is my this is my son Alfie you've just drawn for, and I mentioned oh, okay. what we were doing. I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah, so this is my older son, older son Alfie, and uh, I mentioned where we were going today and who we were speaking to. He's like, what? And he's a massive Walking Dead fan. So, you've, you've, with the hat and the, and the drawing here, you've made him a very happy man. So, thank you so much for that. And what we've been doing, um, we've been speaking to a lot of uh, the artists and asking for people that are going to step out into the world of whether it's illustration, uh, whether it's writing, uh, whether it's comic books, books, whatever it is. If they're about to step into the game, what one bit of advice would you give them? As an artist? As an artist. Somebody who's done it before. Um, well, I always say, even though in this day and age and, uh, of, of social media, the internet and computers and everything like that, and, and on one hand it's quite easy to get yourself out there because of social media and everything, I still believe it's essential to actually meet people in person. At the end of the day... If you're really determined to, to make it in in whatever whatever industry you want to make it in, I believe in you know I suppose for want of a better word pressing the flesh, you know, and uh, you can't beat that. And I think if you're prepared to get to meet people, to get to shows, festivals, conventions, whatever it is, especially in my industry, I think that's quite essential. It, it's it's. Being memorable is is part of the game. I think that that makes yeah. so much sense in a, in a Zoom world we live in now, mm. and like you said with social media, that sometimes that that meeting of a person can live long in the memory. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Thank no, you so much. No, no, it's absolutely true, uh, and I think a lot of people forget about that now. They think, oh, I can just post my work on on yeah whatever platform they can post it on, and they sort of assume that it will just go out there and people will see it and they will come back and give them a job it's not like that you know you've still got to no matter how talented you are you've still got to get out there and sell yourself and I think like I say in social media terms people don't do that um, so you know the physicality of seeing people is, is pretty much the only way amazing Charlie always a pleasure chatting to you um, I hope you've had a great weekend I hope you have a great rest of the day um, and thank you very much my pleasure Alex I'll talk to you again soon <laughs> right so the last, the last class with it. I'm, I'm Al you may, may, may remember me uh, we did an interview a while ago uh, for, for you sir because I'm bitchy <laughs> mm. we did a, a live interview and the internet wasn't very bad but it was good though We've, I've really yes, enjoyed chatting to you so for my listeners at home this is Andrew Lorden uh, who is the Jedi Master who is the uh, photo oh, double for me. <laughs> I'm still learning myself <laughs> how are you Andrew you good uh, yeah, a bit hot and sweaty. Very busy classes today. <laughs> Full classes. And, um, yeah, everybody wants to buy the souvenir lightsabers once they've been training with them, which is nice but fun, but keeps me on my toes. So. Selling out today, then? I think so. I think there's a very good chance that would happen. 
um yeah it's it's do, do yeah. you think this is like um a bit of a, a spring from the pandemic people weren't allowed to go and do things and now that they can they, they go they're gonna do it uh I do, to a degree, um, particularly as I was only sort of doing tiny classes of like six and they were like a lot of private things, although I do do a lot more of that now. That's one thing that's come out of the pandemic. People, people want to have their own Jedi Fight Academy in their garden, in their corporate team build office, at their wedding, at their stag do, at their bar mitzvah, because I think they feel safe bringing it to their environment it's also really cool isn't it oh I had a Jedi fighting in my, my you know it's quite yeah. a nice thing and the kids up. the kids sort of like are the coolest thing it's like they go to school on Monday and tell you know they tell their friends or the friends who were with them their parents got somebody from a Star Wars film to come around their house and like teach some lightsaber fighting and do games and you know it, but it's that safe thing that I, I feel that people have got they are coming to these events which is great but I have found that more I have found I'm going to them and they're designing their own events more. That's nice, that's mm. nice. And the kids that I just saw, so for the listeners at home, this is obviously audio and you didn't see what I see, but the kids are all dressed up, those kids, kids dressed up as, as uh, Jedis, there's a uh, Darth Vader there as well, a little pint-sized Jedi. Um, yeah. That's That must be nice to see still, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's like, there's a, it's quite funny, there's a lovely little like Obi-Wan, the lovely little... Darth Vader and it's like oh look special guest appearance in the Obi-Wan TV series and the two of them are like having a little fight with their own lightsabers so uh, good to let the kids blow off a bit of steam as well um, yeah. what's your favourite thing about um, things like Comic Salopia com- uh, Comic Cons what is your what do you enjoy the most about these um, I like when I get the chance I like going to see the artists I'm a big 2000 AD fan I've got a whole collection from you got not- John Wagner over there yeah the- well John and I have met a few times and I, I've talked to him about a couple of projects 2000 AD and Dread related so um, and I've got a whole collection going back to 1977 so I'm a big fan and we a lot of the people that are here like the Dave Gibbons and the Charlie Adults and all those people I know their stories I know the work I know the things they've worked on and that they've drawn and so Is there anybody that you see again and again at Comic Cons that you're still like oh my god as if I get to work with them or around them it'd be in their vicinity is there anybody still you have to pinch yourself about being around Um Apart from Shane Chebsey, of course. <laughs> well, I mean, Shane's put the le- puts the leg in legend, really. He does it, he? <laughs> especially in that outfit. Um, yeah, the nineties rave look is definitely back, isn't it? You know, he's, got, he's wearing Jedi green. He's, he's wearing, wearing Jedi green Jedi and a high vis green. Yeah, very impressive. And a hat as well, which is very, uh, very wise. Um, people, people. Um, not really. I think I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm I'm so used to being with them when we're on sets for TV and film, and we're all there to like do a job and have fun and have a laugh. You you don't there isn't a lot of that. Occasionally there might be someone that I really like their work or there's something about them I've always liked and now I end up like working with them. But I think I don't know. It's really weird because it, I suppose you're more used to them. And I suppose the public are a bit more detached. I mean, desensitised, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's sort of desensitised. It's like everybody likes certain aspects of people's work. It's like, you know, I people come up to me and they go, oh, I love the Phantom, I love this, and, you know, the uh, stuff that I've done. And I'm thinking, oh, well, that's really good and really lovely. But sometimes they're raving about things that I've done 10, 15, 20 years ago. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah, different yeah. things that are kind of going on in your life or stuff, other things that you've done. Yeah. You know. um, have you watched uh, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, I watched it. You enjoy it? Yeah, I did. I'm briefly in here, actually, right at the beginning. Really? Yeah. Well, you have to point out to me where. where? Well, they do um, They do um, a flashback. They do like a... a Order 66. At the beginning yeah. um, from, from episodes one, two, and three yeah. of what's gone on to sort of kind of bring you up to speed where the story starts and I'm briefly like one of the things that, oh that's very nice that's amazing yeah oh, wow. well yeah I, 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 I it had been kind of hinted at many months ago but of course you can't say anything so yeah I, I, you I, may I have mentioned know, it on I didn't know you sit there and think you think yeah okay you may have mentioned it before to us on the live show but the internet was that bad when we did our last interview yeah. uh, it didn't work uh, we'll have to get... I wouldn't have said the word I wouldn't have been allowed no no no, no 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 even if even if like I'm doing something in it no I no what I meant is that. you may have mentioned you're doing something you can't mention or you would never have mentioned it no uh, yeah I mean that's one of the that's things that's, that's that's that sort of crept into the job a bit more now and it's a bit tricky because I kind of get it in on some projects but in others I don't it's like most actors are not sort of exactly going to phone at the press and tell a story or give away a story. No, like never, this. never. Especially yeah. if not if you send an NDA. You, you, oh well, okay. Well, guess it's we'll sue that. you now. You know, it's <laughs> not that. It's like, well, well, you know, they say that, but it's the practicalities of it. Are, <laughs> you know, it's like they say there's no such thing as original idea. It's like, do you know what I mean? It's like you have to prove somebody's done something wrong, and in some cases that's very hard to prove it's like me saying um mikhail barishnikov is going to sue me because i've allegedly copied his ballet dance steps really how does he prove that they're his steps yeah yeah it, it, you know but i'm a jedi <laughs> not a ballet dancer. yeah well you know it, it, the jedi and lightsabers and things i think i don't know i think that's i think that's an area that kind of needs a bit of clearing up really because it's 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 a bit confusing to say yeah, the least. Yeah. And you um, know, at the end of the day, there is a bit there is a bit too much of like people wanting to know what's going on. And it's like, no, just sit and wait for the finished product to come out. Yeah. You know, you see it on various blogs and I hate it. I hate on set shots. They did that with uh, with Batman. I was like, oh wow, yeah. great! Now I know what the uh, the Batmobile looks like. I, I'm not going to get the shock when I see it in the movie. Like, thanks for that. Cheers. You know, yeah. I hate that. And the thing is, is that you know, there's there's you know, there's members of certain press organisations that they're actually you know, I've heard stories of like you know, they're paying actors to kind of spy and leak things on sets and yeah, you know, they're really maybe it's not just Tom Holland's fault. <laughs> no, they're yeah. really just like putting their ass online. Yeah, well, people like Tom Holland can kind of get away with it because if you are like the lead in the show you can kind of get away with putting your foot in it but even then it's like why would you i mean i think tom cruise for example is very good at promoting his film but he doesn't give a lot away about the film yeah like remember he promoted top gun yeah you knew what it was going to be about but he wasn't showing you a lot of the story and he yet to see that it's uh, great. I haven't, had, it. I haven't had no time Go whatsoever. Go see it in IMAX. Yeah? Go see it in IMAX. Okay, I'll take, you, I'll take your advice. Go um, see it in IMAX. Where are you got next? Have you got lots of Comic-Cons and things to be doing recently? Um, yeah, I've got a few dotted around. Um, I've got some private things um, I'm doing. Uh, I've got a birthday thing I'm doing next week. Um, I'm going north at the end of July. Um, but I've also got a couple of acting things I'm just signing off. So... When I'm doing that, I'm very. I'm, I tend not to be doing the. Wear two, then. Wear two hats then. Wear two hats. Well, you that's my job. I don't get to do this unless I do the acting job because the reason I 
I do this is because I did Star Wars. You know, I spent 18 months working on Star Wars, yeah. 20 odd years ago, and and you have to do the jobs before you can do the cons, really. Because nobody knows who you are. I'm Alex Whiteley. Exactly, I'm Alex like, Whiteley, everyone. Come and get an autograph. See, nobody came. Know, yeah, nobody it's came. Like, it's like, you know, oh, the guy who makes the tea. Or, like, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, Although, I don't know. That might uh, get a few signatures at, uh, at a comic well, you never know, do you? Well, Andrew, always a pleasure chatting to you. I know you're, you're itching to get to go and get some lunch. So thank you for taking oh, the time yeah, out I to chat to I me. Might just, I think it might be lunch on the run. Uh, well, thank you for chatting to me anyway. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Okay, a pleasure. I hope the internet's good now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's it, I'm afraid, for, for Comic Salopia. There are, there are people here to talk to, but I can't get around everybody. Um, my situation is is I work in tonight, and I've got to run my son back to, to Wrexham. So I've got, to, I've got to shoot, go get some food, take him to Wrexham, come back, get an hour of sleep, go to work. Um, but for everybody that's spoken to me today, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. We've got some really good interviews on this, on this little medley. Um, and well done Shane for putting this together um, hopefully next year when we do this uh, there's no conflict so that I can help you out for the whole weekend I'd love to be able to sit and wor- work on this for the whole weekend um, but for the day I've been here today I've really enjoyed it um, so from me uh, from the Shoes of Biscuit and the wind that's uh, interrupting my feed um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time peace out